Let's check the news. Nathan's got that update from the news studio. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Carroll residents will be unable to enjoy the community ice skating rink in Rolling Hills Park this winter after vandals seriously damaged the venue. In an announcement yesterday, city officials said the rink will be closed for the season after the latest in a series of reported vandalism to the site. Authorities say the guilty parties broke into the locked area, damaging the fence, smashing holes in the developing ice and liner, as well as freezing sticks into the surface, creating a potentially dangerous situation for skaters if they were to open. Due to the extent of the damage, city officials indicated it would not be possible for the rink to operate this season. Anyone with information about the trespassing or resulting damages is asked to contact Carroll City Hall at 712-792-1000 or the Carroll Police Department at 712-792-3536. District 11 Representative Brian Best of Glidden begins what will be his 10th and final year in the Iowa House on Monday when the state legislature convenes for the 2024 session. Best announced this fall he would not seek re-election after completing his current term. He was first elected in 2015 for District 12 and continued to serve in District 11 following the redistricting that went into effect in 2022. According to Best, there was not one specific reason for why he decided to call 2024 his final year. Well, I had always heard from other representatives that there's just something inside your brain that tells you, hey, it's time. And I think that that's just kind of what happened to me. Enjoyed the experience. When I first was elected, I really would have highly doubted that I would be in there for 10 years. I just saw it as something that I would do to, to serve my community and then uh, come back to uh, work just like it was intended back in the day when the forefathers came up with this whole plan. And so I think after 10 years, it's just time. It's just been a, a fantastic experience. With one more session ahead of him, Best says there are two issues that he has pursued for the last decade that he'd like to see legislative action for. The first being increased transparency and state oversight for pharmacy benefit managers, or PBMs. Best says they made some limited progress last year, but he hopes they can take it further in the coming session. The other issue is a hands-free law restricting cell phone use while driving. The bill made it through the Iowa Senate last year, but stalled in the House. I've already got a bill in place, and so I'll I'll manage that bill and try to get it through. It's going to take some work again. The Senate and the House are two different animals, so it's kind of funny how it would breeze through the Senate, and then we hold it up on on the House side. But I think as more and more information comes available to the public about the hazards and how many people die on the roads because of distracted driving from phones, and the data that you're much more likely to get into an accident if you are engrossed in your phone than if you're drunk. And so, I mean, I think we just have to look at those things. Nobody wants to take away the liberties that are that we have, but it, as a public safety issue, I think we have to really look t- hard at this. I hope we can get it done. Another of the topics that is projected to be a key issue at the State House in 2024 is Iowa's income tax system. During the 2022 session, Governor Kim Reynolds signed a bill that progressively reduced the state's income tax brackets until the transition to a flat 3.9% set to go into effect in tax year 2026. Reynolds has indicated she hopes to eliminate Iowa's income tax by January of 2027. Bess is not outright opposed to the idea, but he says the state needs to tread carefully if that's the route the legislature chooses. The big question is, how do you get there? And how do you get there without affecting the services that you're providing for your state now? And so it has to be very well thought out and very well vetted. I think it's best to be cautious as we are now. I fully support the 3.9 that we're going to go to in 2026. We do have a huge amount of money in that rainy day fund that, that will make that work. And I think it would be something that would work ongoing, not just for a couple years, because the big thing is, is five years from now, if we have a bad year, we don't want to have to go back to the state taxpayers and say, hey, we're going to have to raise your taxes now.
an issue that was a chief focus for best constituents in Crawford and Shelby counties last year did not gain much traction among Carroll County voters, and that was carbon dioxide pipelines. The legislature did not reach a consensus on how eminent domain should be regulated for such projects. Best says they're in a bit of a holding pattern as the Iowa Utilities Board will not issue its ruling until other states on the pipeline's routes make their rulings. Iowa Utility Board kind of said that until South Dakota makes a decision on what they're going to do, they're really kind of sitting and waiting because it's kind of a moot point if it can't get through South Dakota to where the carbon is supposed to end up at. So that kind of just delayed everything. I think some of the companies were a little bit heavy-handed, and they went through and basically just threatened some of the farmers that they were going to take it either way, eminent domain, if you don't want to cooperate. And so we don't want to see eminent domain used as a weapon. And so I think that there's a lot of us in the House that kind of feel that way. And I think the House is probably going to be on the side of the farmer again this year. Best made his comments during a live interview on KCIM Wednesday morning. You can find that full interview included with this story on our website. And again, we will have District 6 Senator Jason Schultz joining us in about 45-ish minutes. He'll be here in the 8 o'clock hour to talk about the Senate side of things as that legislative session gets underway next week. And as the new year begins, hunting seasons in Iowa are winding down, prompting hunters to make the most of the remaining opportunities. Several seasons are set to close in January with pheasant, archery, turkey, turkey, deer, and late muzzleloader deer seasons ending on January 10th. Goose hunting seasons will conclude successively in different zones, January 13th for the north, January 20th for the central zone, and then January 27th for the south zone. The closing dates continue into January and February with quail, partridge, ruffed grouse, and squirrel seasons ending on January 31st, followed by rabbit season on February 28th. Fur bearer hunting and trapping seasons will also close on February 28th, but that excludes beavers, which can be trapped until April 15th. During the 2023 hunting season, Iowa hunters have reported harvesting approximately 96,000 deer so far. 2023 Iowa hunting and fishing licenses expire on January 10th, and new licenses will be needed following that date. You can utilize the Iowa Department of Natural Resources Go Outdoors Iowa app to purchase tags and permits, view hunting regulations, register for the Harvest Information Program, or find a DNR retailer, uh, and so much more offered through that app available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. But that is going to be wrapping up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. All right. Thanks, Nathan, for that news update. Once again, Jason Schultz live in studio with us coming up next hour. Our state senator uh, talking about the upcoming legislative sessions. That's on the way here in just a bit from KCIM.